It was a quiet Saturday morning in December of 2011 when our lives began to take unexpected turns. I turned on my cell phone and called my friend's number. When she answered, I said, Hey, Susie, it's Jenny. What's up? asked Susie. I'm going to the mall, and I wondered if you want to hang out with me today, maybe get in some Christmas shopping. I'm short on cash. Plus, it's supposed to rain. All right, let's forget the shopping. We'll just hang out. Kill time. Okay. Want to do lunch, I said. My treat. Um, sure. Thanks, Jenny, Susie said. I'll pick up the tab next time. Great. I'll be over to get you in about ten minutes, I said. I got my car keys, picked up a sweater, and left my apartment. While driving to Susie's place, I thought about how we'd met back in high school. She had been a new girl in school and sitting alone on a bench at lunchtime. I'd walked up to her and introduced myself. We'd chatted a while, and then I showed her around campus. We'd become the best of friends from then on. Before entering the workforce, we'd even gone to college together. It would be good to have lunch together today and catch up on news. Hanging out with Susie at the mall was my idea of a good time. I enjoyed simple things like that. I also had a long-time dream of helping others find their way in life. I truly expected that someday I would be in the right place at the right time and life would explode open for me. So I always had my antenna up, watching and waiting for an opportunity to arise to pursue that dream. I knew that there were special people put on earth to make a difference, a big difference. My mission was to find them and encourage them to go forward. Right now I was worried about Susie. I sensed that she was in trouble. There was a catch in her voice that made me believe she'd been crying. I didn't yet know what that trouble was, but I hoped to find out. Five minutes after leaving my apartment, I pulled up to Susie's place in my car. She was waiting for me by the curb. It was a cold, crisp day, and Susie was shivering. Hi, she said, her teeth chattering. Where's your sweater? I asked like a mom as she got into my car. I didn't expect it to be this cold. She wrapped her arms tightly across her chest. It feels like it's going to snow. I leaned over the back seat and pulled out an extra sweatshirt that I had tossed back there just yesterday. You can wear this. She put it on and zipped it up, then put on her seatbelt. Thanks. It was almost Christmas, and the parking lot at the mall was packed. I drove around to the other side and parked in the back. The walk will do us good, I said, as we walked between the cars. Do you have a preference for lunch today? I asked. Chilly, she said. I'm so cold. We both laughed. Good choice. That ought to warm us up. She looked up at the sky. It sure looks like rain. I'd like that. I love rain, especially at Christmas time, I said as I grabbed her hand and pulled her out of the way of a passing car. Rain always gets me into the Christmas mood. A Salvation Army worker stood by a pot of money, ringing her bell. I dropped in a dollar bill, and she thanked me. A droplet of rain splashed in my face, and then another. I opened my hands and caught the raindrops. Inside the mall, the tune of silver bells poured from the loudspeakers. A Santa sat in the center of the mall with a line of children waiting to tell him their biggest wishes. One toddler was screaming in his mother's arms. No, Santa, not beard, he wailed. The mother did not budge from the line. She was going to get a picture of her son on the lap of Santa come hell or high water. We found a Wendy's in the food court and ordered chili and crackers. It did feel good going down my throat. The warmth spread through me. I felt helpless as I watched Susie shiver again. I understood why she was so cold. Before we met, she had spent her primary school years in Phoenix, Arizona, where the summer heat could soar over 115 degrees. She was an only child with both of her parents immersed in their careers. They did not call her often after she moved into her own place. The music on the overhead speaker changed to White Christmas. I hadn't seen a White Christmas since vacationing in Oregon when I was in the third grade. 
The music stirred a pleasant memory. I love this song, I said wistfully. Me too, it reminds me of my childhood. Leaning my head back against the wall behind me, I allowed my mind to wander. I closed my eyes and thought back to the times I had spent Christmas with my grandparents at the beach. The fragrance of my grandmother's sugar cookies and grandfather's eggnog would always be with me. I could smell the cookies baking now. Or was it just the cookies at Mrs. Fields'? 